0: Hello Disney Dreamers and welcome to the DLP Clubhouse Your compass to the wonderful world of DLP I'm Leisha,
1: And I'm Andrea and welcome back guys So today is our second history episode Each episode will go into the DLP history of each land And today we're going to be talking about Fantasyland So Ooh. let's go Okay, so this is pretty much a similar style to our uh, first History episode, which was our Main Street episode. So you know kind of what you're going into. So let's go with the basics. The fourth Fantasyland to open was in Disneyland Paris. It was mostly modelled after Disneyland's California Fantasyland. Uh, And something that Walt Disney said about Fantasyland is What youngster has not dreamed of flying with Peter Pan over moonlit London or tumbling into Alice's nonsensical wonderland? In Fantasyland, these classic stories of everyone's youth becomes reality for youngsters of all ages to participate in. Themed as a fairy tale village, this land specifically uh, notes the european origins of the source material for many of the disney animated films for example we have a franco-german section of uh Fantasyland, which is kind of where uh we have the castle P- uh, pinocchio and we have uh, that also section with um what's her name snow white the <laughs> rides there and i was like What's her name? Snow White. Okay, so Snow White, the Cinderella section as well. Um, and then we also have a little mini England as well, where you have mm. Peter Pan, we have Toad Hall, we have Alice in Wonderland. And we also have like a mini Italy section with the Bella Notte and the, what's the name? Gelato Fantes. I can't remember the name of the, Yeah. it's basically an ice cream gelato shop. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of opposite small world. Mm -hmm. so for newer DLP fans such as myself uh, there was a unique attraction in Fantasyland Um, I'm not, I don't know how to say this at all, so Alicia if you want to
0: Le Pirouette du Vieux Moulin
1: so it's a ferris wheel uh, and it's kind of molded after Dutch windmills, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I'm correct Um, and it's well It was rear of the old mill building uh, in 1993. So that's when it was built. Uh, The windmill was inspired by uh, a Disney cartoon called the old mill from uh, 1937. The uh, the ride was closed in the early 2000s and it was an eight bucket like passenger cars that were left uh, and they were left in place after a while. um, And they Mm -hmm. were seasonally decorated as well, but later, the ride was closed uh, and they were reformed with the buckets being removed but the windmill still stands there as the snack counter <laughs> and the queue for that old ride is now a meet and greet, which i believe last time we saw was tigger or was, was one of the characters from the eight, um, hundred acre woods that's there mm-hmm. right now but um that kind of surprised me because i didn't even realize i had to google this and i saw pictures of it i was like wow that was a ride
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i remember it it's um I have these old little uh, travel books, I would say, about Mm. Disneyland Paris of the 90s. I love to find them in like vintage uh, or or library book sales. I don't know. And I remember also as a child seeing it. But yeah, I didn't. I'm not even sure if I've ever been on it, but I remember. But the the Old Mill is a great place to get waffles.
1: Yeah, it's very true. They also sell slushies and ice cream, especially in the summer. It's a good Gosh. place to go and sit down. Again. Gosh, yeah. It's a very good break area. Definitely. That is very true. Very true. And it's never that busy. It's never like no. super, super busy. Um, so now why don't we go into one of my favorite dark rides being Snow White. So Snow White's Scary Adventure um, opened in, on, in Disneyland Paris with the park itself on opening day. Imagineers... It designed the original um, Snow White in Anaheim, which is basically the same in most of the parks. There's pretty much the same kind of Dark Ride-esque. And it's supposed to make guests feel like they are the main character of the story. Hence why Snow White isn't featured throughout the entire ride, apart from the beginning where um, you see her in the cottage with the, uh, the dwarves, and then at the end with that Really bad animatronic. I'm sorry. I really don't like that animatronic at all. Last no. time we went there, she had only half an island left. And she was glitching. Uh, it was creepy AF. Creepy. Um,
0: <laughs> so, now little things you can notice about this ride. So, in the queue for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is the book containing the recipe for the poisoned apple. Observe the drawing of the apple on the book and you will see it turn into a skull. And behind this book is a torch... Revealing the moving shadow of the witch's crow just above. Next to the right, just outside in the bushes, there is a small stump hidden. A small axe is planted there. It's a cute reference to the uh, the cottage in the movie, and also cute that each card in the attraction bears the name of one of the seven dwarfs. I actually didn't know that. Okay. Jenny the Dye. Yeah. Um, interesting to note at the exit of the attraction, there's a hallway sheltered by a red-tiled roof. By looking closely at some of the tiles in the second row, it is possible to see the names of the four Imagineers who worked on this attraction, as well as that of Pinocchio, Fourquet, Blanche, uh, Realem, I would say, and Maillet. Unfortunately, over the time, the inscriptions started to fade slightly. Um, I also have to add, on a personal note, I love the little area of the store um where you see all the animals washing the clothes uh, Mm, of snow White. um i think when i have the time i always go there um either i go in the ride or not but i look around and it's so the details are incredible i think it's very easy as a parent or as a child to just walk through it and go to the dresses that they sell but man that decor is incredible it's Amazing. So,
1: I mean, like we've talked about with Main Street, Fantasyland also has so much references to the movies, to different cartoons as well. So, definitely mm-hmm. keep your eyes peeled and take a moment to walk around Fantasyland when you have the chance. Yeah. Um, so, talking about dark rides, let's quickly move on to Pinocchio and Peter Pan. For the original Anaheim version of Pinocchio, Staring oh, Journey. Oh, sorry. You go on. <laughs>
0: I have to add one little thing about Snow White. I just remembered something. I'm sorry. We totally forgot to put that in the script, I think. Um I watched a documentary on Walt Disney. I'm not sure even which one it was, but did you know that Snow White was a um um oh, what's it called? A dark ride. Yeah, but it's it's um like a, a horror ride? Yeah, it's supposed to be scary. Yeah. Did we did we say that? No, but did
1: we talk about it, did- it?
0: no. It's a, it's a scary ride. Apparently that was before there was a Haunted Mansion and before Phantom Manor. That was Walt Disney's idea of making a scary ride. Like
1: a really scary ride. Yeah, that's why it's called um, Snow White's scary adventure, scary adventure because it's supposed to... F- I mean, if if we all remember the movie... <laughs> oh, Lord. It's creepy too. Let's not lie. Those trees are nightmare-fueled inducing as a child. I'm sorry, but those uh. trees were awful.
0: But that's why, like, when
1: you go through the tree section, like, you hit the trees, like, yeah. zigzaggy, and then the trees fall onto you. So. Yeah. But yeah, I always put it. this on my poll on my Instagram. I was like, is this ride scary or not to you? Because even Pinocchio, as we're moving on to it, is also kind of creepy creeps to me, too. It is. But then again, and the movie is creepy creeps, too.
0: All the move
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, the classic all the are all classics creepy. are creepy af um but
0: <laughs> maybe that's also uh something i should do in 2021 rewatch all the classics oh uh, we should all do that we should mm. make like um a challenge out of it oh oh yes something to think about let's talk about it later after
1: oh, recording yeah. miss andrea i'm sorry you we're gonna start talking about you sorry but we made we made it into a segue we meant we made it into a segue um we did So let's move on to Pinocchio and Peter Pan, Other Dark Rides. For the original Anaheim version of Pinocchio's Daring Journey, it was conceived to be proposed for a Disneyland area adjacent to Fantasyland called Dumbo Circusland. Imagine that. Just a land for Dumbo. Ooh, that's a lot. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. Mm. Um, Although (laughs) it would be roughly the same exact ride, um, as it was finally opened as, uh, it would feature a small world puppet theatre in the queue, which is really interesting to me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but however, thank God that idea was never came to be into realisation. Uh, thank goodness we got a well-mixed Fantasyland instead. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio being such a classic Disney park ride, it opened with Disneyland Paris on opening day. Mm-hmm. And have you noticed the beautiful frescoes decorating the restaurant, the chalet de Marionettes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They tell the story of Pinocchio. Also, one cute thing as well, well, not cute thing, but it's an interesting reference to the movie as well. If you go outside the restaurant and you go on your left, like as if you're going to Adventureland,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: there is a cage in under the kind of the bridge style thing under there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a reference to Pinocchio being caged up in Samboli's shop Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. again not a cute detail but it's a detail nonetheless that should be paid attention to Yeah. now with Disneyland's Peter Pan's flight at Disneyland Paris it's almost identical to the uh, expanded Disneyland version Um, but it's three minutes long whilst the other versions are about two uh, two minutes, thirty minutes long Mm -hmm. Um, the mermaid lagoon scene is placed in another area as well It also has the largest capacity per boat as well. If you guys have ever been to the Peter Pan version in the other parks, especially in America, it's normally just a two-seater and you have Mm. your own boat like that. Whereas in Disneyland Paris, you have uh, basically four-seater. So Mm -hmm. it has two rows of seats in each boat. Um, One of my favorite parts is the beginning of the climbing in the flying boat. Uh, at the start of the attraction is done on top of the rooftops of London with some of the mm. chimney smoking so before you go into the actual ride itself you have these kind of like little rooftops of puffing smoke on the top I think that's really cute and charming mm. also fun fact a lot of the children's room stuff like accessories and some furniture from the children's rooms uh, in the ride come directly from some of the London flea markets so if you go oh. to Camden you might find something similar <laughs> i love camden
0: i uh i had sorry sidetracking here but i had a memory yesterday on uh on instagram that i was in london exactly one year ago and i was like oh my god i mean i miss disney of course but london is so freaking magical i i love that oh my lord i'm yeah. yeah
1: me too we need to go together
0: well yeah i i do i mean don't want to make this episode dark at all but things that's now in the news regarding uk yeah, and Vi- rough ah. <laughs> well at least i'm a photographer and i took a million photos so i can t- talk about london to my children <laughs> that went dark very quickly so um, going opposite to Peter Pan, all the way to Sir Mickey's Boutique, where the entire store is full of references to the film Jack and the Magic Beanstalk. I love that movie. Oh my gosh. Um, with the beanstalk starting from the vegetable garden, it wraps around the store. You can even see Willie the Giant hiding behind the window in the store. And finally, on one of the facades of the Sir Mickey's Boutique, there is a Mickey drum in a suit, a suit. A suit with a mo- ah in a suit with a motto qui ne risque rien means nothing risked is nothing risked is nothing gained. Um referring to the cartoon Le Le Brave? Le Brave? Is it is it spelled like that, Andrea? I
1: don't know. That's what I saw on uh when Le, okay, I I'll pre- just, I'll just bag, read but it. Le, Le Brave Petit Petit tailleur
0: but um
1: yeah. I don't even know what this cartoon is, but apparently it's an old Mickey Mouse cartoon. No, oh. and he's dressed up as like a knight, like oh. a knight, like yeah, you know what I mean by knight, right? Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. like Lancelot type of like knight. But it's it. I love that shop because it does have some really cute references to the old cartoons. It's, oh, it's not yeah. that's not the only reference. It also has another reference, but I can't remember the cartoon name. Again, it's like one of those old Mickey Mouse cartoons that unless you've watched them, you would know what they are. Um, But definitely I love the fact that you can see like all the vines of the Mm. beanstalk coming into the store. It's so pretty and so magical.
0: Yeah. I also, I love the cartoon. I love the beginning of the cartoon and that they see the valley.
1: Mm. And
0: I've always imagined valleys to be like that because I saw that movie when I was very small. So for me, when I think about a valley and I, the 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 sun comes up i'm yeah i love that i love that scene but unfortunately it doesn't really exist Um, unless somebody can message me that there are valley like lookalikes in the world but i've never seen a valley look like that maybe
1: there's uh, maybe there is a reference somewhere in europe probably france or italy or something yeah somewhere somewhere like that where Mm. in the rural area maybe yeah Um, sorry <laughs> just kidding. Um, anyway so that shop is so so cute so if we move a little bit further along uh moving to the adorable part of Fantasyland, the italian slash small world section <laughs> um fun tidbit near the bellanotte pizzeria at uh, the entrance of Fantasyland, you may notice there's two towers on either side of the parade route so this is one of the entrances entrances and exits of Fantasyland uh, on the side of where discovery land is um, did you know that this arch was removed in 1999 for the imaginations parade because the tanks slash the boats were too big to pass through no my gosh i find that so hilarious because i'm like i'm imagining the the archway right now i'm thinking that's quite big whoa that's quite huge
0: I'm always so surprised when we know that um, let's call them imagineers or at least people with very strong hands um, remove and remodel. It's it's almost like Disney is made out of Lego.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, (laughs) on a on a fun little side note, um, have you watched the holidays um, decoration on Disney Plus where they decorate Disney World and. Uh, Disney i think so california and the way that in california they put the lights on the castle it literally looks like the lego because they just like putting these huge little domes and they just put it on top and it's just like it literally looks like the whole place is just mm. made out of styrofoam and they're just like putting adding bits onto it it's fascinating to see though but mm. i love to
0: see stuff like how it's made and behind the scenes i love it
1: me too because it's kind of like Aww it's it kind of makes you think of it in a different way when uh-huh. you look at it like that yeah also talking about california <laughs> uh, the cutest little detail is of the mosaic on the terrace of the puxeria Bellanotte It mm-hmm. comes from disland california
0: Whoa.
1: the original mosaic was actually created by mary blair that are the absolutely amazing Disney legend concept artists of the old animations, for example, Cinderella, Pinocchio, she made the concept art for that. And also she made uh, the color story. If you've ever watched um, Imagineering story, she's also referenced there for making the color story of um, it's a small world and making that kind of amazing concept design as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The original was, well, the original full mosaic was destroyed during the constructions of Star Tours in California in 1985, mm. but Tom Morris recovered some of the pieces and included them in the Disneyland Paris mosaic on that little terrace. So That's cute. adorable! Mm. Wow.
0: Okay. So one thing we discovered is that the space facing its a small world had originally two attractions considered, but unfortunately never saw the light of day. One of them, um, one of, one on the theme of Beauty and the Beast and the other on The Little Mermaids. Oh. Um, It's also possible to see these projects on the original plan of the park at City Hall. So, Andrea, what do you think about this fact? Isn't it crazy that we could have gotten another princess ride?
1: I Whoa. feel robbed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could have done without the gelate fantasia i could i could have they could have put me a little mermaid bride because you know what the architecture and the color style of that area because it's all like tuscan mediterranean red stone kind of chalky Mm -hmm. exterior i was like it looks a lot similar to in walt disney world the um the ariel ariel's grotto Mm -hmm. look the castle eric's castle is that what it's called eric's castle
0: i have no clue i don't know but you know that kind of color of stone yeah it's like a. yeah i was like yeah
1: imagine if we had a little mermaid ride oh gosh
0: i just i am very curious to see because i think the the little mermaid ride is pretty big in in disney world at least so Mm. i'm just wondering i mean yeah if the terrace would would go away so if there was not no gelato thing I think it would be possible,
1: definitely. Um, don't know. Mm. It's hard to, to know because you don't really know how big that no. area behind it is. But for, for, it's interesting that they said, uh, what was it? Beauty and the Beast. Because I don't really see Beauty and Beast in that section because it's like, it's so Mediterranean.
0: Yeah, I would put her next to the old mill. Totally. That would be more like... Little town, little quiet village.
1: There would be more there. Well that's yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Doesn't
0: Gosh, Paris, we should be you, imagineers. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: like, doesn't Paris you need to get on this or at least listen to leisure and me. Yeah. Let but, us just be part of the team. Just yeah. just just make us cast members. Thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely if we had another princess ride, I would just be like, oh, yes.
0: Yes, we need some more prints because for me. I might be wrong, but we only have the Princess Pavilion. We have Snow White. That's it. <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cute as fuck, Disneyland. Oh, sorry, Fantasyland. But it's um, we could use some more sparkling princess stuff. You oh, and even- also, we have the Obispo Sandria, of course. The yeah. But it's a restaurant. It's not yes. even
1: it's not like an attraction in itself no. to be honest but I was gonna say like you could even kind of if you wanted to go a bit more of a modern princess you could even do Rapunzel
0: yeah even if we just had the bedrooms
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: and then the the photo pass thing with the floating lights that would be oh I would love that me too I mean, it's probably not very corona-proof, but yeah, in 2022 or 2023, it will probably be okay. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, to leave everyone with another fun little fact, the Casey Jr. attraction and the Le Petit Train de Cirque and the land where the fairy tales were uh, was brought in in 1994, in order to expand the park's offer, since they thought that there basically wasn't enough stuff in Fantasyland, which, to be honest, is fair. There is not a lot yeah. of attractions no. in Fantasyland. No. Um, and the Casey Jr. train, the Petit train, um, attraction was the first attraction of the Disney parks to have an onboard audio system synchronizing oh. the music with the course.
0: Yeah, that's, that's Cool. cool. I love that little area because it's always so quiet. I think a lot of people who are not uh, like locals like you and I don't even know it's there.
1: That's Uh, actually true. I was uh, talking to someone who was like, what the hell? Where is this? Because do you remember that time we went together and it was my first time going too? And people were like, what is this place? And I was like, yeah, it's like this little, it's so far off because the... The entrance to that section is so narrow compared to the rest of Fantasyland, like where it's like so open yeah yeah it's, it's a secret place it's a secret hideout and um and it's never that busy no <laughs> it's, it's quite no. i think it's because like if you're a ride ride person you probably wouldn't want to go there because it's not a children's ride but it's like well
0: it is it's a it's a good chill place i would say i mm. think if you need to calm down and you need it right I, I love the little boats the story of yeah. the boats we always do that you and i and the group just to take a chill moment i love that even because it's the raining, boats I always just, stop yeah
1: it never runs fully super, it's super
0: slow it's horrible
1: it's, <laughs> i mean it's good but it's, it's good like on a summer's day if you just want to chill and you want to have ac once in a while <laughs> Oof yeah. It's pretty it's, good. Uh, but I I mm. love the Casey Junior because it's so cute. But it's too short. Oh, oh it's yeah. slightly longer because it's oh, like yeah. It's not even like 2 minutes long, I think.
0: Yeah. It's very very short. But it's it the colors. I love and it's it's good mm. for photos.
1: I love and it. And the music. So. Casey Jr. going down the Yeah. Okay. We were watching Let's Dumbo on. the other day and I was like, oh, it's so fun to hear the music again. Oh, I'm so afraid
0: of that movie. Oh, Why? Because it's heartbreaking.
1: Uh, baby Mine is the saddest part of that movie. <sighs> I can't. Yeah. Anyway, before we start yeah. crying. <laughs> yeah, here we go <laughs> um, again. Mm. So beautiful, people. This was our episode for today. We didn't include the castle, by the way. Because it is technically half in Fantasyland. Um, Well, it's just the heart of everything. So I think we can do a full episode just in the castle. I was going to say, we're going to do a full episode on the castle because the castle has so many facts and so much history to it that it can have its own episode by itself. So stay tuned for that one. So next episode, we'll be talking about the fact and history of Frontierland. And oh boy, that will be one huge long episode because that entire land is literally a history lesson so uh, don't forget to like and follow the episode and our ig and have a wonderful day guys